to many, probably just a relatively basic icy synthesizer line from around 1980. To me, a personal anthem, a welcome musical invitation into a dark dystopian future where nothing makes sense, everything's automated, and we're all more isolated than even we were during the lockdown of the year 2020. The music of Gary Newman to kick things off on episode 160 of the Brian Oak Show podcast. The reason I start out with Gary Newman, well, A, I love Gary Newman. I am a devout Newmanoid. Yes, in this country, one hit wonder, right? The song Cars. And in the UK, I think that he cracked the top 20 over there more than a dozen times. He was a pop star. Our friends Electric went number one. Cars went number one. He was a bona fide, bizarro android man from the future that actually (laughs) topped the pop charts in the UK for a good number of years. And he's back. He's been making records these last few years that are really quite excellent. Just announced earlier this week, he is going uh, coming back to the First Avenue main room. And I bought tickets to see that show this October, this morning. And I am giddy because the last time I saw him there, I'd never seen him live before. And I thought, well weirdo old one-hit wonder guy from the uk is going to stand up there icy synthesizer <laughs> robot man behind a keyboard it's going to be boring it was one of the most dynamic and interesting shows i've ever seen in the first avenue main room so i hope that he's still got it and i'm looking forward to seeing it and it's nice to get back out there it is the brian oak show made possible by the good people at smart start mn uh, i'm not alone though i do have sean bernard here with me how are you sean i'm doing okay how are you doing i'm good man this good. new gig uh i decided i'm going to dip my toe in the radio waters and try doing a radio show. And for the last couple of weeks, I've been getting up at 4 a.m., so I'm a little tired. But then last night, my daughter um, and I went to go see, uh, are you familiar with the rapper Riff Raff? I've heard of Riff Raff. Riff Raff yes. is an interesting individual, to say the very least. Some call him the neon icon. Some call him the peach panther. Some call him Jody High Roller. Some call him the million dollar mullet. You know, I, all those labels apply. He's someone who is such a cartoon that my daughter and I used to just kind of look at him and laugh at him online like a meme. And then we both slowly kind of came under his spell. Literally by sheer force of will, he's crafted this whole persona and this whole world. And again, it's not good. And this hip-hop show is one of the worst I've ever seen. Basically, everybody who came out was not playing backing tracks. They were literally playing the song off of their disc or off of Spotify or some streaming source and just sort of half-heartedly rapping over the top of it. Like freestyle type no, of? No, 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 no. They were doing raps over their own raps. Uh, no, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> but it, this is the fourth time we've seen him, and it's been bad every time, but we're somehow ensnared <laughs> in his web. Um, there's nobody quite like him. So if you've never heard of Riff Raff before, you've never enjoyed his music, uh, I would like to recommend songs like Going Hamilton, Tiptoeing in My Jordans, <laughs> How to Be the Boss, Snow White and the Seven Grams. Uh, I mean, yeah, no. Sold. He, I think I'm well, sold. I mean, Silly Cornrows. <laughs> Diamond-studded grills, bad tattoos. He started off at MTV back... I I can't explain it. It doesn't make any sense, but I went to see him last night, so I guess the upshot of that whole silly story was that I'm going on about three hours of sleep, so I'm going to try to do right by our guest. The good thing is... She knows how to host this show if I should completely fall to pieces. If you bottom out, we know that she's here. <laughs> if I bottom out. When? More of a when, really. <laughs> uh, the, and so many shows have gone on sale, and I did actually. I'm, tomorrow morning, I'm buying more tickets for an upcoming show. I guess that was the other part. In addition to not sleeping well, the mask mandates are gone in every city. And I don't feel 100% safe, but I am vaxxed. But I was out there last night, and uh, very much Steve Buscemi 
how do you do, fellow kids? Um, I was easily the oldest guy at the caboose to see this show. But I was there with my daughter. We were having a good time. But there was not one mask on in the entire place, and everyone acting like everything was fine. And I kind of forgot what it was like to be young and go out and get drunk and just hoping to smash before the night was over. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> anyway, it felt good to get back out. There's going to be more and more of that as the summer progresses, but we're not entirely done yet. So it's this weird little balancing act, and um, there's been a lot going on. Luckily, though, this weekend is going to be 100 degrees. Did you hear that? We're going to tickle 100 this weekend? I know. Don't you love it? No. I know you. You know I don't. You hate dinosaur weather. Dinosaur weather, baby, especially when the humidity spikes and it's 100. That's great because you can sit there in one spot, get blotchy skin and sweat like you're running a marathon, even though all you're doing is desperately clinging to life, trying simply to draw another breath. Are you saying that the dinosaurs enjoyed this weather? This is their kind of weather? Are you saying the dinosaurs died out because of this weather? No, they died out because of the cold. They died out because a giant (laughs) meteor rammed into the earth, filled the atmosphere with particles that blocked out the sun. It got too cold for them. No, dinosaurs love sweating. That's one of the dirty little secrets of dinosaurs. I've never seen one sweat. Well, you've never seen an actual dinosaur. On TV, I That's not a dinosaur. (laughs) Coming up next, we are going to talk to a very interesting person, a very intelligent person, a very smart person, and someone who is not only a friend but a colleague. And I say that because we have both hosted this particular podcast on more than one occasion. In fact, on quite a few occasions, um, I'm looking very much forward to talking to our guest just ahead. But first, I always like to squeak a song in real quick, and it turns out today is the 71st birthday of one of my favorites of all time. Susie Quattro. Now, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, foundational. Joan Jett, one of the most important figures in American music history, certainly among the female rock glitterati, because, you know, women were never allowed to be like the the sexy ones or the forceful ones, you know? I mean, you can go back to people like Mae West and stuff like that, but in rock and roll, no, women were not allowed to do that role, but there would not have been a Joan Jett if there were not first a Susie Quattro. Out of Detroit, she had this dirty, skanky rock and roll band. She assumed a forceful, confident persona that she was the one in charge, and her songs freaking rocked she i love everything about Susie quattro and she got there first now was she the first ever in the world of music or rock and roll no but an important link in that particular chain so happy 71st birthday to Susie quattro here on the brian oak show
Happy birthday, Susie Quattro. I think you're the tops. I think you're the ginchiest. It's the Brian Oak Show, and it's supported by Smart Start MN. Not only is it supported by, I mean, we're in the Smart Start MN studio. They are our primary sponsor. Without them, the wheels simply stop turning. So our thanks to them. In fact, on tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking to Ed Cohn. He's going to be stopping by for a Fantastic. little Fantastic. Huge music fan. So we'll be talking to one of, the, one of the founding members there. But in the meantime, let's just tell you about them very briefly. They're Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? It means you effed up. You blew it. You drank, and then you drove, and then you got snapped. You got popped. You got busted. And now you can't drive. Your license is gone, and you're like, oof, life is hard. Things are opening up. I want to get back out there. I want to go to work. I want to get to pole vault lessons. Whatever it is you may have to do that day, it's hard to get there when you can't drive. They can get you back in your car sooner and for less expense than you might otherwise expect. And pole vaulting is no longer a young man's game. No. (laughs) No, it turns out that as long as you can get up a good head of steam, just about anybody can probably clear a good eight, nine feet. You can make the first lesson (laughs) and see how it goes from there. But you do need to get to that first lesson. Yeah. Use Smart Start. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. They'll give you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. F. I almost made it. Almost got there. What are they going to do? Give you 20% off what? The ignition interlock system. And a voucher for that first free pole vaulting lesson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can you put pads all around, not just the mat at the end? Can we do that, the bubble wrap? Our guest today was the very first guest on this show. And she also, um, when I explored a different part of my psyche and my experience of growing older last summer, filled in and actually hosted this very show. And she's been our guest on multiple occasions. She's wonderful. She is a playwright. She is a comedian. She is an author. She is one of the most unexpectedly dangerous and interesting people I've ever met. Because every time I talk to her, I learn something I didn't know before, which almost guarantees her role somewhere in there as a spy. (laughs) <laughs> but, of course, she'll never be able to admit that publicly. Colleen Cruz is our guest on The Brian Oak Show. How are you, Colleen? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. It's so good to see you. See it's you. good to be out. I, well, oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? I went out last night. It was a little too much. All these youngsters. Mm-hmm. How do you do, fellow kids? Uh, all these youngsters out without a hint of a mask anywhere. And I did feel conspicuous. But just to be out of the house, just to go around. So I know during lockdown, you took it very seriously, oh, as yeah. I think was the responsible thing to do, right? Yes. Airing to the side of caution, I never blamed anybody who didn't want to come out or didn't want to come to the Smart Start MN studio. But then more recently, you found a way, because you are Colleen Cruz and you are a creative and interesting person, you found a way to extend your own personal isolation. <laughs> what the hell did you do to your leg? Can I, I ask? stepped on an uneven patch of ground. And, yeah? And, uh, took and, a tumble? And took a tumble, broke my knee. So my knee's oh. broken. Like, like, so broke the kneecap? Or broke the, the kneecap. The sp- oh, you broke the kneecap oh. and screwed up something else. I can't remember. Patella, I didn't even. I didn't even look at it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to see it. The only thing I ever really injured on my body was a knee. I got T-boned by an SUV, Ooh. and you know how the knee connects like this? Yes, I do. When I landed, uh, so I'm talking about the two bones on top and the one right. down here. Right. That when looks I, super dirty, by wh- the way. I know, right? Oh, it's like, I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, 
little knuckle love here on the Brian Oak Show podcast. For those of you at home, Brian is taking both of his knuckles. Going. It's yeah. like everything is sexual right now. It's like Man, it's, it's literally it's literally just my show knuckles. Show me your face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Ooh, look, at look at those teeth. I haven't mm. seen <gasps> choppers like that in months. <laughs> oh, look at that double chin! I never thought I'd miss that. Never. Anyway, popped my leg all the way over here. So when I landed, my leg went like this. Then it went like this. Oh. I screamed. I snapped it back into place. I was yes! twi- I was twenty years old and. Everything was fine after I got off crutches for like six weeks. Now, as I'm advancing in years, hmm. it clicks, it swells, and I can literally, like Grandpa, sitting on the porch, I can tell when a storm is coming. That's what I hear I'm going to be able to do, which you I'm are. very excited yeah, about. Yeah, no, you'll be like an oracle. You'll be like one of the oracles of Delphi, except only <laughs> only your knee will hurt, and you, you, will, you will be able to tell people that the pressure, the barometric pressure is dropping. <laughs> God. Looks like the mercury's falling, Pa. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can feel it in the old knee. Well, I hope you feel better, but you're going to be on those crutches for a while, right? Yeah, for at least another uh, eight weeks. So when it came to lockdown time, yeah. Um, I mean, again, we're talking a little over a year ago right. when we really had to start taking it seriously, I was right? coming back from a cruise ship. That's the thing. Like, I'd always wanted oh, yeah. to go on a cruise ship. My, my girlfriend, Roxanne, and I, we decided, you know, we, we've always wanted best friend. Let's go on a cruise ship. It's the laziest vacation you can get. Yeah. Right? And we just wanted to go somewhere and be lazy and have food literally yeah. thrown into our open mouths <laughs> and just and lay in the sun and, and watch, you know, horrible uh, people do, you know, ridiculous dances around us. Right. And, uh, and people and like Europeans and monokinis. Men and women. Come oh on. yeah, it, you know. Is that yeah. a real thing? Oh yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. And it was the Italian cruise ship. Oh my. That got, remember the Italian cruise ship I from do. the beginning of this? Oh. I do. It was the same company. It, it was one poorly. of the ships. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. And we weren't stuck on it, but we were talking about it. We're like, what if we get stuck on this ship? It was the week that it mm. was the very week. And I came back, and I'm pretty sure I had COVID. So I came oh. back, and I quarantined in my house. It you know away from everybody in my house for two weeks, right. and I was really sick. So after that, it was just sort of, um, you know, what the heck. But I, I mean, we were on a cruise ship the whole time. That's crazy. And yeah. so you get home, you think you have COVID, you lock it down, and then you come out of your COVID cocoon only to find out the whole effing world is locked down. Right. And so even though you suspected you already had it, you took COVID quarantine and self-isolation or just isolation from the rest of the world as seriously as anybody I know. And I'm not using that to brand you as like paranoid or anything like that. Oh, I don't think I yeah, was paranoid. I, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I, but I, I think that I, I, there's not one person I ever blamed for taking it seriously. Right. What made you want to take it that seriously? Well, I am, I, uh, I'm a massage therapist right. and mm-hmm. I work very closely with people. And I had a client that um, was immunocompromised and, and she has a, uh, she's a migraine issue. Mm. And I took, I was still taking care of her twice a week and I had to, she, she is the type of a person. She wears noise canceling headphones everywhere. Wow. She wears like blue blocker glasses mm. everywhere. And she's just in pain all the time. Ugh. So I took that seriously. My mother is immunocompromised. And so, and I live in a, I live in community with my husband and my, and my friends. So we live in a big giant beautiful house it's a mm-hmm. gorgeous home by yeah, the way yeah yeah and it's fun because it's sort of like golden girls except it's you know <laughs> it's co-ed golden girls and right. it, we're not quite that old yet we're all in our 50s right are you betty white i no, i'm more of rue mcclanning oh, okay yeah. all right all right i figured that's but, fair uh, that is fair <laughs> yeah yeah so but then uh you know so i just took it seriously for that because i wanted to be able to see my mom even though, like, we would go into her condo and we would be wearing masks and be, yeah. like, 12 feet apart. But you can't, 
like not see your mom? To me, that was the single hardest part of it is um, my parents, uh, even though they're both probably healthier than I am, and that's not exaggeration. They're both fit and they both do very, very well. Mm-hmm. My mom is that classic Irish matriarch where we get together for every holiday and we get together for spring birthdays and we get together for summer birthdays. Oh, you were going to go have Thanksgiving with your friends this year? <laughs> well, you do whatever you think is best, which means you do not miss it, right? You're going to be there. That's right. the way that game works. Right. And so then we actually had to start saying no to get-togethers and, you know, to come and exchange gifts, we would all come and stand in the front yard of their condo and be oh. that far apart. It was a kind of a brutal year. So let's talk, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about isolation, but before we do that and and how people responded, because we've talked to a lot of guests on this program about what the last year looked like and what, you know, especially creative types, what they did in that weird bubble slash void slash whatever, and the answer was always unexpected to me. I expected it to go one way and it went quite the other, um, which I want to talk to you about. And I know you were, you brought it up as an idea and you want to talk about it. But before we do that, let's hear a song. I hate to go too long getting in, before getting into a big topic without hearing some music. Now, you have brought a couple songs from a Ukrainian band, which I would like to thank you for forcing me to remember how to do not only translation, but genuine internet sleuthing because... The links you sent me are widely available on YouTube, but when I went to Spotify to find the songs, everything there is in Russian, okay? And so (laughs) here's the weird thing. Unlike you, international super spy, I don't speak Russian. Um, (laughs) But the fact that you picked Ukrainian music also points to the fact that my hypotheses might be actually correct about your actual vocation. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Papers. Speaking of, are you vaxxed? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Fully vaxxed. Double vaxxed. Hot girl summer. (laughs) 50 pounds heavier. Hot girl summer. Ah, Broken knee. Oh, my God. (laughs) Haven't haven't shaved my legs since the fall. Oh, you can't even see the knee. You are a Russian spy. I have so much I want to ask you right there because I actually put on a bunch of weight during COVID too. Did you put on weight? Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, Also, I need to to know about Hot Girl Summer because that has been popping up everywhere on my Twitter feed. Does it come from one place or is it just a thing that people are saying now? It's a thing that people are saying now. That and Chugi. Chugi? Chugi. Don't we'll talk about Chugi. Don't later. tell me another word about Chugi because I want, that's a great tease right there. Yeah. Hey, more on Chugi coming up on the Brian Oak Show <laughs> podcast. But first, let's hear a little let's hear a little music from this weirdo Ukrainian band that Natasha brought in to play for us today. Зеленым лугом, зеленым лугом, Тонь лугом, 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 Ходят девочки кругом, Я их не знаю, что, кто-то выпрошел. 
Целував, малував, роздушею називав Закричав ура, закричав ура Ой, ура, 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 сочинілася біда Де не мала я, де не мала я The band is called Daka Braka, and I am a little bit ashamed, you know, because, yeah, check my privilege. 
All right, colonist, uh, because I, <laughs> I'm not familiar with that Ukrainian awesomeness right there that just happened. I like it because there's a number of bands in that vein, like Kroonbane is another band like that. Not They're not Ukrainian-influenced, but they bring other world influences in through a little bit of a Western lens, so they appeal to a Western audience. Because if it's straight Ukrainian folk, most of us are like, well, that was fun for about 30 seconds. <laughs> and, and then we, I mean, seriously, right? Um, but Dr. Brock is cool. They played at Bonnaroo before. I've never heard of them before. That was awesome. Yeah. Well, so where did you hear about them? Well, you know, my friend George, who's a, he's a music fan, and he's like, he, he's the man that took me to see opera for wow. the first time. I see. And I, yes, and I now have an appreciation for opera, which I never, ever, ever thought would happen. Um, and he just said, let's, you have to see Daka Braca. They're going to be at, uh, what, what's that club again? I Dakota, always forget. Dakota. The Dakota. Yep. And, uh, and ever since then, just every time they come into town, I got to see them because they're, they're like a Ukrainian folk punk rager band. But, and so three women, one guy, and but yeah. uh, they're all capable on their instruments clearly because yeah. that was very and tight and really good. they're all capable on multiple instruments. Right. Wow. Okay. Right. I, I'm in. I, I would like to see them the next time they come through. I've never heard of them, and now I have homework, which oh I always kind of appreciate. This this is the kind of homework that I relish doing. I'll I'll go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, they just rage. They're awesome. Getting back to what's really important, though, <laughs> you said in addition to uh, "hot girl summer," which I love. <laughs> There was another word. What was it? Snoochie? Chuggy. 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 Where have you been? I, I apparently I, I meant to you look it up. You've been sitting on your ass watching TikTok, learning all the new no hello, oh. fellow kids. I, yeah. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> and again, I actually I've kind of oh man, I've got plenty of embarrassing things to admit. I've fallen in love with shuffle dancing videos on TikTok. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, like it's... I wish I could shuffle. I shuffle oh, in my mind. Well, right now. no, with that knee, you're never going to shuffle again. No, don't say that. I'm sorry. That's okay. You will. You know, you will. I will. No, you. Hot shuffle girl summer. I got five thousand steps in yesterday. <laughs> oh Christ! On a broken fucking knee. I don't know. Just the right foot. I don't know. <laughs> Hopping. Hop, hop, hop. I wanted a 10,000 of this other asshole. I told you guys that I'm going to have one super strong butt cheek when yeah, this is all are. over. No, and it's going to sad deflated of steel. Look like a Michelangelo on one side. A badonk. A badonk. Oh. Just a badonk. A singular. Yeah. So, um, what is a chuggy? So chuggy is... Is it means, a dance? It, no, it means basic. I think oh, that's what so it means. Chuggy. Yeah. So chuggy. Things that are chuggy right now. Shiplap, <laughs> farmhouse decor, chuggy. It's like it's the new like it's the new thing. What that, was, it, what like, was Gen the first Z. What was the first word there? Shiplap? Shiplap. What is shiplap? You know those people that are like um it's like paneling. Yeah. Oh. It's yeah. like paneling. I see. Paneling. Shiplap. Yeah. Right. Huh. Things that are chuggy. <laughs> And you're like, who cares? Because it's all, <laughs> Do you think... we're all hurtling in a fireball toward uh, exactly. mass extinction. Exactly. The heat death Nobody of the universe cares. is guaranteed. No. So just right. let people enjoy things. <laughs> I know. Even if they're chuggy, let people enjoy things. <laughs> I'm so chuggy right now. I just used chuggy in a sentence. I'm growing today. I've learned <laughs> things today. Lack of sleep, fuck you. I'm on fire and right I now. I this article about aging millennials, you know? Uh-huh. And that, like, the millennials are turning 40, and they all have these what? problems, like, maybe I shouldn't have had kids. Maybe I should have kids. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Everybody <laughs> has that. The boomers had yeah, that. Exactly. Gen X had that. Yeah. Everybody has that. And you're like, just shut up. 
Yeah, yeah. no. Oh, but what you know, about, and I love but I, millennials. But, well, yeah, yeah. but so it, no. everybody, they're just humans. Yep. and they have the same problems, and they just get recycled over and over and over again. It, you well, turn like, forty, like, and you wonder what the hell happened. It's like teenagers. Every teenager thinks they're the first one to have these feelings, mm-hmm. and I'm mad, and I'm different, and I'm not like the stuff that's come before, and I'm going to do right. the new things, and I'm going to, I'm going to change right. all this, and I'm not going to listen to you. You're not my real mom. Right. And everybody, every teenager goes like, "No, oh, that's chewy." Right. That's so chuggy. I wonder what the odds are that there's already a podcast called Chuggy. How do you spell Chuggy? C O O C H C H O O E No. E U G Y and I have no Is idea. Is it French? I don't know. Chuggy. I'm Shugi. old. I'm a Gen Xer. perhaps. Yes. Broadly describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. Right. There's got to be a Chuggy podcast. <laughs> A podcast called That's So Chuggy. That's So Chuggy. That's oh. a great name for a podcast. That's So Chuggy. We should do a little TV show with the three of us called That's So Chuggy. With wacky music, intro oh, music. Oh, help us. We know lots of great bands that would be more than happy to Hells, do a catchy yeah. little intro song. <laughs> like, oh. I broke my knee and all I've been doing is watching TikTok and like I'm I'm on like I'm on gender queer TikTok and it would it's it would, it's been really wonderful. Like we were going to talk about like how lockdown has affected us. Yeah, my lockdown just got extended. Everybody's vaccinated. Yep, the mask mandates are gone. Right, I broke my freaking knee oh. and I'm I'm like on the third floor to my house and people are bringing me food, which is great. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it's just more lockdown for you. No yep. hot girl summer. I can't shave my mm. legs. My toenails are like I I look. Like Howard Hughes. Yeah. Like you keep them in shoe boxes because yeah. they're so long. They are. No, my niece is coming over to do my toenails. That right. is love right there. It is hey, love. I have a question. Now, so you're, you know, you do body work. Is there such a thing as house call pedicures? Oh, yeah. There is, is there? Yeah. And I did. My toenails are fine, actually, because my daughter did them. She came to take care of me. So they're, no, I can no, show no. them to anyone. They're, they're fine. But it was like I was paranoid that I wasn't going to be able to do anything about right, it, right. which is a weird thing. It's a weird mm. thing feeling vulnerable. And that's the other thing. Like, we all felt vulnerable all over the last year. Correct. We felt very vulnerable. Correct. And that, that feeling of vulnerability is extending forward. And you're like, okay, what do we want to change going forward? Like, as we are healthy and as we are uh, emerging, there. did you know that they're opening up the the George Floyd area? Like, right now? Literally, as, as we, we speak. speak. That, yes. is, that is 10 blocks north of us. They are literally dismantling the roadblocks as we speak. Yeah, this is bullshit. But oh, not the, I couldn't but not agree the more. It's they're bullshit. Leaving the, they're leaving the... Well, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. For a place that prides itself on... Our park system. Yeah. Yes. They took a Kmart and they ruined. Nicolet. They ruined Nicolet. Well, and that oh. whole neighborhood. Kmart. Yeah. And that they whole that, that whole black neighborhood that, that thrived there at the time. You cut off that main thoroughfare. It literally was like cutting an artery right, right. there. And this man's death sparked a worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worldwide. I agree. You can't make a park out of it. Shame. I know. Well, and there Shame. are businesses right there. I, you know, I got to be honest. Jacob Fry. Is kind of a fuckboy. Um, I'm not. I'm not crazy about that's him. That's with an I, right? It is B O I. Okay. Yeah, and not like a classic fuckboy. I think he's chuggy. Well, well he, he is out of date. I, not. I don't. I can't even figure out what his motivation is because the business is there. He's uh, like a poor man's Justin Trudeau. Uh, you know a what really, I mean? A hair. really poor man. He, he does have because Justin Trudeau is kind of hot. I mean, he could get it if he wanted oh, it. He is so hot. 
Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but really, though. Yeah, I'm going to say this. As a man, I always love when people do that. As a man, as a hetero man, yeah. I got to say, what the he kids is say, really attractive. What the kids say is, <laughs> if you were in no, prison, you did yeah. that. No, we yeah. in a minute. No, what the kids like, say is, no homo, but that is a good looking dude. That yeah. is a good looking yeah. dude. Right. But again, it's Pride Month, so I've got nothing against homo or otherwise. No, but getting back, to the, no, no. getting back to your point, it's, I mean, we t- you talk about it like, well, we don't really need a walk around area. One of the biggest park systems, if not the biggest, for an urban area our size in the entire country. Right. That whole walking area around U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, uh-huh. we ate up several blocks oh, yeah. there. Right. Yep. This, and you, I think you hit the most important point, the most crucial point. This is the flashpoint. This is, right. and so does he think, does he think that he is helping to erase the trauma because every time someone walks by there, they remember that a black man was murdered in broad daylight by a member of the law enforcement community? Or does he think, hey, we just have to get back to business? I can't think of a rational reason right. to tear down the roadblocks and that whole memorial and not keep the area like it is. This is not like a space is. where you drive by a raised fist. Yeah. You know, and say, yeah. and say, oh, yeah, that guy. This is a, it's, yeah. a, it's a place of reverence it's and remembrance. Floyd. Right. Yeah. And it's it a place everything. to stop what you're doing. And, and that they're, it's just, it's absurd. For shame, for shame. I couldn't agree more. And, and realize and, in southwest Minneapolis, they've created all these situations where you have to make a left turn and a right turn on every street because they just wanted it to be safer over in southwest Minneapolis. Uh-huh. But it, we can't possibly just divert the roads there to make a little right. memorial a space. Yeah. Right. It's I, bullshit. But that's what I can't figure right. out. I mean, are they doing it because, like, local business? Do they does, does he really genuinely feel that local businesses are suffering? Or... Is it because How we need... How could they be? There's so many people there every yes, day. Yes, exactly I agree. Right. I, mean, just, I mean, it's a destination literally around the world. You know, I mean, it was awful to watch our city burn. I love this place. I live a mile that way. And George Floyd Memorial Square, where he was murdered, is 10 blocks north of where we're recording right now in the Smart mm-hmm. Start MN studio. I love this place. And it was horrifying to watch it burn last summer. And so I think that that memorial could afford to stay there at least several more generations yeah. because it, it nothing's changed, right? right? Certainly, supposedly justice was served and Chauvin is going to jail for a long time. Well, we hope it's going to be a very long time. Um, right, but it's, this it's, is, it's not something Chauvin, to be, Chauvin is a domino. Yeah, he a drop a in the bucket. Yep. Right, we need to keep our foot on the gas. I agree. I'm Could glad. they just close Cup Foods and do something there as well? Because the, the fucking fact that they had a policy that if somebody shoplifted and you're an employee there, you it comes out of your check. <laughs> Did you know that? No. That that was in the trial. The most fucked up thing about that entire thing was, why would you do that to an hourly employee? If there's a shoplifting... Because capitalism. Such, I, I mean, know. that's the thing about but keeping your that. foot on the gas. We have fuck to come that. out of this yeah. lockdown a little bit wiser about yes. structures and you know it was it, it, looking at it, I will say this for Facebook yes um it, it the the memories that come up and the things that you share and uh I remember feeling when 9/11 happened I remember feeling the disingenuous uh you know Chrysler we keep things moving and, mm-hmm. and oh, like God, yeah. the Bob Seger song as you go off into the <laughs> you know and I remember after 9/11 I was waitressing and I remember all of a sudden everybody I knew had a house and a car and i thought oh they can't afford that i i can't afford that how can they afford that right and sure enough subprime mortgage bullshit yep. and and everybody defaulting on everything yep. and it's it's 
what I liked about what, uh, something that came up, because my son always has the greatest memes. It, it was a uh, now more, this came up in my memories. Now more than ever, companies be like, um, you heroes can buy our stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yes. And it's just like, we need to stop it. We need to, we need to pump the brakes on that and put the gas on something else. And it's just like, uh, I want to I make sure that everything changes. Well, and That's I mean, and, and again, change is always incremental, but it feels like a unique opportunity to take a bigger step forward than we're yeah. used to taking, right? And, yeah. and anybody who spent any time down at the George Floyd Memorial knows that that is a place of quietude, of reverence, of beauty. There's part of it that's born of horror. There's no question. For sure. But then that's where the profound nature of why that monument matters, why that yeah. intersection matters. It Fewer will never... people, people were killed on 9-11 than racism. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if Just... you want to look at monuments. Yeah. Yep. And, and they got a pretty big one there in New York. I understand yeah, that. Yeah. that I mean, again, it's a profound monument for an important reason. This, while perhaps not designed by an internationally acclaimed architect, does feature some of the most iconic imagery of the last year right. that has been seen around the world. This is an important place. Tearing apart is a stupid, fucked up move, and I couldn't agree with you more. We are going to talk a little bit more about lockdown, but first, I want to hear another song by uh, your communist band. Daka Braca. Daka Braca. Waka Waka. No show. <laughs> oh, we're going to hear it now? Are we gonna yeah. Hear it now? I didn't know if we were going to talk about it first. Oh. Like usually well, do. What do you want to say? Nothing. Let's talk after. That's awesome. <laughs>
Chakalaka? Chakabraka. Waka waka. Daka braka. What is it? Daka braka. Daka braka. Oh, and I'm right. not. I'm not trying to be stupid, ugly American guy. No. I just. I'm getting used to knowing Daka braka. Very interesting. I like him. I feel like live. It would be almost hypnotic. Yeah, like it, it is. Would, like wow. Yeah. Not chuggy at all. No. Yeah. The antithesis of Chug. That is so Chuggy. Hey, before we continue <laughs> our discussion with Colleen Cruz, let's talk about real estate because that's what the kids are into. And he's no Chugster himself. His name is Sean Bernard, and he is a realtor for Realtor, not Relator, Realtor. Thank you for yeah, saying not, that properly. Not nuclear, nuclear. Yeah, and people All right? say reality. Yeah. Instead of realty, which real, is, what it is He's a real tour, not one of those fakie tours, not a Chuggy tour. He's a real tour. <laughs> And that means that you buy and sell homes or assist people in doing that very act. I do. And, you know, houses are starting to come on the market again. So hopefully things will balance out a little bit. It's been such a seller's market. I think people wanted to be fully vaxxed and, and have some space and time before they had people in their homes. And so although our inventory was down about 50%, it's starting to come back. We're starting to see the coming soons. And I think people needed some time to get their house in order like they couldn't have been doing that the whole time but i think literally or figuratively both whoa yeah i think their mindsets have changed now and it's like oh maybe we could start working on our house and get this ready to go so one of the things i'm doing this year that i'm happy about is we uh we're giving away a portion of each sale to uh a a local band or a local artist uh whether you're on the buy side or sell side just call 612-859-2594 that number is textable Ooh. Uh, <laughs> not chuggy. What up? No, make it creepy. <laughs> Slide into Sean's DMs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not huxtable. Oof. Textable. Oof. <laughs> Colleen, during the course of COVID, right? So, I mean, you took it as serious as anybody I know, and mm-hmm. you locked her down, which was the right thing to do. Right. However, you are, despite social media and a constant access to information, entertainment, music, whatever it is you might want, it's not the same thing as human interaction, especially no. somebody who does body work like you do, right. who is around people like you are. At any I love point, people. I know you do. Well, we, I mean, we all kind of do, but we're also not really so um, They're mostly chuggy. <laughs> mostly chuggy, if I'm on. I'm in love with that word. I'm going to burn that thing out by the end of the week. I love it. Um, where have I been? I, and you know what? Me saying chuggy is so fucking chuggy. It, it really is. Yeah. Very meta chuggy right now. Meta chuggy. Yeah. Oh. It's the name of my new acoustic side project. Love it. Anyway, I was building up to something there where. Um, you know, obviously it was hard for all of us. We all had work to do. We all had to adjust to a new way of living. And I don't mean to overstate the case by using too big a word, but at any point, did you feel actual despair? All the time. Yeah. It was the tail end of the orange monsters, uh, reign of terror. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. And it was, it just like it, the, the, the end of his, of his, administration really was just like how did you expect it to end you know with with flames with an insurrection at the capitol honestly with a, with a pandemic yeah. Yeah. with families divided with everything like, oh, my my uh my sister who i love is completely on the opposite side of the spectrum mm, of right. me in terms of politics still thinks he won the election and, and it was stolen from very him? very my my daughter <laughs> I, I call her Auntie Q. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's actually quite brilliant. Yes. Auntie Q. Oh. 
Oh, but it's very oh, good. Yeah. It's good. Oh. So um, maybe it's overstating it. Maybe it's not a but, you know, it's like, oh, I'll take you. Um, but, you know, like you expected it. And then and then you just go, wow, is this the end? And I had another friend who was like, God, the end of the world is super boring. There's no... Um, you know, like uh, leather strap outfits, like no. you know, uh, oh, like no, post-apocalyptic yeah, there's fashion. There's no Thunderdome. Right. There's no right. Battle so for it's, the it's death. really right. just is the Book of Revelations, where things are on fire and people are dying of disease. Right. And it's really there's nothing fun or interesting about it. There's nothing Blade Runner about the end of time. But as we know from Littlefinger yeah. in 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 Game of Thrones, uh-huh. chaos is a ladder, so we could use it. Wow. We could use chaos as a ladder for furthering our own personal work and we could use it also as uh you know just having actual real conversations rather than having chuggy conversations yes <laughs> and i started i one of the things it's like i i started really looking at shit about myself that i wasn't pretty happy with you mm-hmm. know and and stuff that um uh yeah i started just mainly following people that i don't think get heard and uh, hmm. and and kind of going on a personal listening tour, you know what I mean. What is not to like about Colleen Cruz? What parts <laughs> of yourself could you be unhappy with? My one big ass cheek. No, okay, I'm well, just like Jesus I mean, Christ. I'm glad you brought it up. I hope there's we somebody didn't want into to say that. Anything about- so I don't know how I'm going to make money <laughs> on my OnlyFans. Here's this one ass cheek. Lopsided ass gal. <laughs> Twenty three. Yeah. You you come across as fearless, Colleen Cruz. I am Is fearless, that true? Are I you? don't give. Yeah, who cares? But That's I mean, I, but like when you say you spend time on self reflection, like I mean, if you don't give a shit, then why why bother self reflecting? <laughs> well, because you want to like yourself. You got to spend. Yeah. You know, we've all spent a lot of time with ourselves. And true. Then the, mm-hmm. the thing is, now if you if you didn't like yourself and you were in lockdown, things yes. happened. Yes, things happened. You. If you didn't like yourself and you were in lockdown, you probably went through Herculean efforts to stay away from whatever, you know, self-awareness mm-hmm. that you could have. And, uh, you know, whether that's like binge watching television and I'm a television holic. Mm-hmm. I really am. But I I also I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to be a television holic anyway, but now I'm a TikTok holic. It's fascinating. Well, is that all yeah. of us, though? I mean, it's like, you know, social media, TV. Some people pour booze on it. Some people start working out more. Some people start doing things. Mm-hmm. We all want to be in an echo chamber in that we like to hear our own opinions reflected back at us when they talk about that. But a really tight echo chamber where you're the only voice in there and you've got to look at yourself every day right. and you've got to listen to your voice in your own head every day. I think that you when you brought that up, that's exactly it. That is the challenge right there. Yeah. Can you sit in a room by yourself with yourself for a long period of time? And, and look at your the worst parts of yourself and go... You know what? This is this is okay. Yeah. I'm I'm trying, I'm trying, and that's all anybody can do. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I think it's been really helpful to listen to people that I n- normally never got to hear from. You know, that's why t- I I'm fascinated with TikTok because that's it's so easy now because all you just got to do is punch in gender queer, you punch in you know black kings, you punch in uh you know shuffle district. <laughs> And I'm then not joking. Fun stuff too. I'm doing that after the show. And then show. there's fun stuff too, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, well, it is important. But this is so. What's weird to me is have during, you had people die over the last year? I have. Yeah, and, and not, a ton, like, not a ton, not a but a couple. I've had eight people die oh. over the last year. All COVID related, or just no, a couple? None? Only only 
too COVID related. All right. But I've had eight people die. That's of, a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And people that I was very close to uh-huh. in some cases. Mm. And it kind of makes you go, oh, you know, I'm, and I turned 53. And, mm. you know, it just, and I, I am feeling like the vulnerability of my human body. And yeah. I kind of go, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. How can I grow older fearlessly? And part of that is not being afraid to say who I am. That's part of that is not being afraid to say I'm wrong. Because if it, we got a problem in this country, nobody can say they're wrong. Right, right, right. And and that's a, that's a big problem. And you can't. And you know, I you hear a lot about cancel culture and all that, mm-hmm. but it's it's like there is a way forward. There is always a way forward. Uh, you know, even even with the worst mistakes there's always a way forward mm-hmm. it, you just have to be um real with it right like think about the worst thing you ever did right like you, you don't have to say it out loud or anything you just think about the worst thing that you ever did there's <laughs> i was gonna say some people have would, okay, would, would, would that would that be the They're time i killed that dr- <laughs> killed that drifter in the train yard <laughs> i'm not even sure that's the worst thing Why i ever did would you do this to an old hobo like <laughs> me <laughs> but i mean no and i and we shouldn't make light of murder by any means but as you were saying, conceptual yes, murder. <laughs> yeah, can. Exactly. I, yeah. Imagine the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, and, and you gotta and sit with it for a while. But you kind of know that there's a you know. Have you ever been forgiven? And and mm. I have. And then you kind of go, all right. Well, I got to be able to dole it out then. If I've been, yeah. you know, I, if I've been forgiven, then I have to be willing to to do the same yeah. thing. Right. And it's not easy. It's not easy. But you know, I'm just thinking about all of that. As long as I've got this extra bit of lockdown happening mm. during hot. Girl, big half butt summer. I'm gonna uh, try to figure it out. Hot girl, broken knee summer yeah. just ahead, coming yeah. in 2021. Yeah. It's gonna be saucy and a little limpy. Um, part of that lockdown thing that was fascinating to me. We've talked to so many artists on this show. You know, creative types of many different stripes, not simply musicians. And I think for people who necessarily aren't ultra creative or aren't artists. They think, oh, my God, this is a dream for you. You suddenly have all of this downtime. <laughs> you have you have nothing but time to ponder your craft, to consider verse, to plunk out new notes, to sculpt new figures. To... I, I hate the people who are able to do that. Well, I really uh, hate that. Here's the thing. That <laughs> and blew also, my mind. I hate people who are able to get super fit. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no, I'm telling Not you. Really. I, I put on a real, I got to. Yeah, I got a prize-winning You're pumpkin like, just above a, the belt here. You have a comfortable here. belly. I do. It's. I put it on and then I took it off. So I put it on all through COVID till December. Then I went to the doctor. Yeah. And it's amazing that the doctor can convince you that you need to lose weight. So oh, I've good. lost thirty-two well, pounds. Hey, so you, I yeah. was thinking you were looking yeah, kind of trim. Get, I'm getting there. So, good so I'm you. one of those assholes. But I didn't start <laughs> out though. I got a lot of COVID eating in, and then it was like I yeah. went to the doctor, and she's like, "Yeah, that's mine good. went no. the other way. I <laughs> lost weight after I quit drinking, and then the winter came on, and I don't know if I like I got off the pink cloud, but all of a sudden I'm like, mm, oh, look, did Brian buy a Heath bar on yeah, the way over here yeah. today? And I just I can't stop eating. I did too. It's like, so, what else can I do? I started I baking. Eat. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. right. Oh. I started baking. Are you good at like it now? The, well, yeah, I can yeah? bake anything. I can make croissants from like scratch. Good, like good flaky ones? Yes. I can make it, and I can make Where it the are old they? way. Are they in your bag? I was no. Gonna say, what did you bring us? I didn't bring anything. You didn't bring shit. <laughs> oh. Do you remember that? Because I like I yes. was bringing it every everywhere. Yeah, yeah but yes. I can do it. I can make a wedding cake. I can huh. do it all. Oh. Yeah. Love hot good. croissant summer sounds better than hot girl summer. <laughs> well, we, well we know for sure that it's really going to end and that the world's really going to be done 
Can we come over for some baked goods? Oh, you sure can. Let's and cake. there's aliens. Holy Fuck yeah. It's there's like real now. aliens. I, here's the now. deal. Yeah. I mean, there's always been aliens. I've right. been a fan of the visitor phenomenon for more than 40 years. I know you have. And I have been an ardent follower. And if you follow the facts, you read Eric Von Daniken. Even a show as much as, as laughable and meme-worthy as Ancient Aliens is, mm-hmm. there is a preponderance of evidence. And there has been for a, re- a ridiculous amount of time. But now that the Navy is finally like... Okay, look, we actually have things we cannot fucking explain. Right. And eat within the known realms of human capability. There is nothing that can do this. No matter how advanced they are, we're looking at something that is clearly not of terrestrial origin. And right. it's an official statement. It's real. You know what, though? Hmm. They contacted me, the aliens, and they want Ger- the George Floyd uh, area to be a park. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah. That's what they told and me. And guess what they have for people who disagree? Anal probes. And not, and not the fun ones. Nope. Not the fun nope. ones. Nope. No, these things are shaped from weird non-Euclidean geometry, and you mm-hmm. do, that will hurt butt butt. You do not want that going in there at all. Um, the last thing I was We're gonna, not going to top that, so. What, just wrap her up? <laughs> the last thing I was going to say is that. Um, to, Too bad we don't have Colleen Bertino here. Oh, Colleen Bertino. I love her. fantasy gifts. Yeah. She's so great. That'd be great. You should have her on. She's really we will. great. Jotting her name down now. Yep. Yeah, I know her the, well. Our yeah. kids went to school together. Spectacular and... woman. I, um, it was not fantasy gifts, but I did go to, I had to do an appearance for a radio station, believe it or not, at mm-hmm. a popular, uh, uh, what do you call an adult adult toy store sex or world? sex aid store? No, in Uptown. Smitten Kitten. Oh, yeah. And we were doing an appearance there, and we were doing a thing, and we had a musician come out and perform. And afterwards, this incredibly wonderful and sex-positive and incredible young woman came up and talked to me because I was standing over by this wall of things I didn't quite understand. Um, and really? I'm shocking, I Are know. You really, you really couldn't understand Okay, them? I could, but I, there were parts of it I couldn't get my head around. Okay, and I'll tell you why. Here's why, all right? When we're off air, I want you to tell me what you're I'm going to tell you what it is right now. Sweet. It was a Bluetooth-enabled Scandinavian cock sleeve, okay? Nice. So I get how a cock sleeve works. You put your, <laughs> you, you put your ding-dong inside of it, and it rubs and squeezes and makes the fun, right? Okay? Yep. That, that sounds awesome. I, despite my advancing age, still do not mind positive sensations on my undercarriage. Of course. So, I mean, but now, but here was the part that confused me. There were an almost impossible combination, an array of buttons on the top of it. It also had this weird design that made it look like a sort of a futuristic. Like Gonzo's nose from the Muppets? Aerodynamic scorpion. Like, <laughs> I was, some, like holding it, and then, it like. and then you yeah. did the thing, kind of, but the handle came around, so you held it this way, and you put, <laughs> you know, your ding dong and the woo woo. And, but then there were all these buttons that varied the tempo and everything, but then it was Bluetooth enabled, so you could hook up your music to it, so it would pulse to the rhythm of your favorite jam. I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember the album he was telling about, telling me about. But he said he just he recently bought an album because he remembered being he said, you know, I was 14 years old and I was on a bunch of speed and I just I just uh, masturbated to this album and took speed. And I thought, really, that's like that's you're a music fan. to do Yeah, that. that's really like that's that is a, that is a music fan. Yeah. I've never liked enough like a song enough to go. This is the song that I want to orgasm too yeah don't you feel Ever. like though i mean a between you already 
you don't need speed to masturbate when you're 14. No. Like you're ready to you know, do it light all light. Yeah, day, but when you're every 14, day. You're like, I, I want to have every new experience that I possibly also, can. True. I just feel like the combination of hormones at 14 and speed on top of that, you could probably masturbate to rush hour traffic, right? I mean, <laughs> li- literally just about anything, just about anything. It would, it, it wouldn't be difficult. I mean, I, I could probably. Now that I think about it. Oh, now I got to ask you. I mean, I got to ask you, what's the weirdest thing you ever masturbated with? With? Yeah. Here's the deal. I mean, if we're going down this road, we don't have a ton of time. All right, fine, fine, fine. Tell me. I'll tell you mine. All right, I I will. Okay. All right. But sadly, now here's going to be the problem. Mine's not going to be as interesting as yours because I have a philosophy. I promise you it's not. I have a philosophy uh, I have what I call like a non-person thing, like a like a a, a device. I get or it. Non- I get okay. it. So right. I, I I have, but I have this philosophy that's limited the number of experimental things I've tried. Um, <laughs> I have this philosophy. It's, I call it my desert island philosophy. All like right. if you even get used to using lube. You're crash on a desert island. You still want to beat off. Oh yeah, and you have to and, use your hands and, like an animal. And you don't. You, there's <laughs> no. There's no lube. There's no lube. What if there's no aloe on the island? Right. I mean. Yeah. And so, so I have always preferred when it comes to you use snails. When it comes, oh, just that Fucking good snails. stomach foot snail trail. Yeah. No. I. So I've always had this philosophy in my head. Make it as uncomplex as possible. That way, you'll never be anywhere that you can't rub one out. I know, it's boring. And so I'm trying to think of anything that I ever, I don't know, probably one of those weird little pocket things, you know? But I mean, again, dull, entry level. I never bought a $400. Anything can be a pocket thing if you go to the grocery store. That's true. That's right. Well, anything can be a dildo if you're brave enough. That's right. (laughs) You're not going to tell your story. No, I will. Bumble ball. What is a bumble ball? It's a bumble, bumble ball. ball. No. no. What is a bumble ball? Oh, you're just going to have to Google it. I'm Googling it right now. I was desperate because I ran out of batteries one night. Single mom ran out of batteries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's I, I was alone, and I wasn't just going to get a boyfriend just... I'm just going to get know, a boyfriend. It's not going to get a boyfriend. Oh, my God. It shakes. It's like a dog toy or something, like our kid's it's toy. It's not really a dog. Yeah. It's I like, mean, but it's like a, it's a toddler toy. Right. It's got the little nodules all around right. it. Oh, so you didn't like, it didn't go in. You were using no. it on the outside for stimulation. I wrestled it to the ground with my midsection. Nice. And then I, and, I, and it, you know, it was very powerful. Sean, I still, I sometimes still think about it. Sean, <laughs> sometimes, although the what, level, the level, of, the level of shakeitude on those things makes me think like you got to be kind of careful. Yes, I mean, you could yes. do some damage, well, right? Well, I put a sweater over it. Yeah, I was going to say uh, your Sean, sweater. I hope. Who cares? Yes. Oh, okay. No, see, now I'm starting to think. Sweater. I'm like, I need you two to clear out of here. I got some stuff to take care of this afternoon. Not in the studio. Shut we have a rule. We've never, ever said that rule out loud before. I thought it. Well, too late. Too late, mister. Sean, you ever hump a pillow? Oh, yeah. I've tried it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried it all. I've tried all the pillows. I've tried lumbar pillows. Couch cushions. <laughs> Yeah, couch cushions are another Decorative one. pillows. And they just don't work. The sequins are hard. It's different as a guy. Like My pillow. <laughs> when, I, when I want a political <laughs> fantasy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to call it here. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed this a great ow, deal. Ow, I, ow, 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 ow. I don't think.
don't think anyone would like that. <laughs> no. In or out. No. My pillows are totally chuggy. <laughs> they are. Super chuggy. Yes. And that guy's about as chuggy as chuggy's ever been. Fucking mm-hmm. chugster. His middle name's chuggy. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up. Um, thanks to Audio Equip. They rent audio equipment, and they have provided our studio here in the Smart Start MN Studios with all the nice equipment for us to say these really, truly important and changing messages that are going to bring a positive direction to society. Thanks to Sean Bernard. Thanks to our friends at Smart Start MN. Don't forget the next episode. Ed Cohen of Smart Start MN will be our guest. He's a gigantic music fan, plus he keeps the lights on, so it'll be nice yes, to check in with does. him. And Colleen, thank you. It is lovely to see your face. You I'm bet. glad we were able to get you out of the house. Um, sorry about Hot Girl Summer being in the fucking toilet. Um, will but, you hop um, back and see us sometime? I will. Okay. Hobble on over to the Smart Start MN studio. <laughs> what are you going to do with your summer now that you're laid up? Uh, I, am... I mean, are you going to be able to do body work? Yeah, I, I'm hoping in the next eight weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good summer and thank, thank you for coming by. Colleen Cruz, do, do you have, I mean, like if people are like, I wouldn't, I mean, I heard she worked with a bumble ball. I wouldn't <laughs> mind her working on me. Do you like people to know how to get a hold of you, or no. would you rather say mysterious? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, right. it's a, it's a friends only kind of thing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So guess what, creepers? Feel free to call Sean. He left his phone number earlier <laughs> in the podcast. That's going to do it for the Brian Oak Show. Um, I told you I got excited about getting back out of the house and going out and doing things again. Last night I went to see Riff Raff. Who's bad, by the way? Not good, but I have some sort of bizarre. <laughs> fascination with this crazy hip-hop culture where they're not very good rappers. I'm way too old to be a fan, but I did get to hang out with my daughter, which was super awesome. So this morning, I bought tickets to go see Gary Newman, who was coming back in October to the First Avenue main room. Then I saw, shortly thereafter, one of my favorite bands on the planet, a hard rock band out of Portland, Oregon, by the name of Red Fang. They are going to be performing at the Amsterdam. Now, this is a band with Fels... Fels... Face melting intensity. Mm. Almost got there. I spiked the ball on the five yard line with <laughs> face melting intensity. And they'll be performing at the Amsterdam. And I also remember that, oh my gosh, just a little while ago, they did a cover of Gary Newman. So, two great tastes that taste great together. Red Fang, as we wrap up episode 160 of the Brian Oak Show podcast. Some vehicle moves in circles.